This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. It was an emotional day at the Alaska Native Heritage Center in Anchorage, where the U.S. Interior Secretary spent Sunday listening to Native boarding school survivors. KNBA's Rhonda McBride has more. And a trigger warning for our audience, this story contains testimony of child sexual abuse. Interior Secretary Deb Holland told the gathering her name in Karis is Crush Turquoise. She says her family's knowledge of their language fractured after a priest took her grandmother away at the age of eight on a train to a Catholic boarding school. There, she was punished for speaking Karis and quit using it, so it wasn't passed on. Today, Holland says she understands some of the language, but can't speak it. This is the first time in history that a United States cabinet secretary comes to the table with the same trauma that all of you have. Many of these children were as young as five years old. Jim LaBelle was the first to share his story. He was only eight years old when the government took him away from his mother, along with his younger brother, Kermit. When LaBelle was sent to the Wrangell Institute in 1955, he was bilingual. I quickly shut down my my Inupac side because I saw so many of my fellow students beaten in so many different ways. There was the gauntlet in which a naked child would be forced to run past a row of kids who lined up to strike them with their belts. And if they didn't hit hard enough, they would be punished too. A lot of times that drew blood. But LaBelle says that wasn't the worst of it. Matrons were sodomizing boys in their beds or in the bathrooms. We saw girls going home in the middle of the school year uh, pregnant. LaBelle says the kids knew what was going on, but never told anyone. Dark secrets, which took a huge emotional toll. A lot of trauma is is carried on from one generation to the next. Martha Sanungatuck says all Alaska natives are in some way touched by boarding school abuse. In Anchorage, I'm Rhonda McBride. A Canadian judge has approved a landmark $23 billion First Nations Child Welfare Compensation Agreement. Dan Karpinchuk reports. The compensation, $23 billion, is the largest in Canadian history. It comes after a Canadian Human Rights Tribunal ruling in 2019. It ordered the Canadian government to pay the maximum human rights penalty for discrimination. That will work out to about $40,000 for each affected First Nations child and family member. Initially, Ottawa had fought the order, but negotiated a deal after it faced two class-action lawsuits. Cindy Blackstock is the executive director of the First Nations Child and Family Caring Society. It's a relief, but I also find myself thinking about the thousands of children, youth and families who are hurt by Canada's discrimination, who will never get their childhoods back. And that's why it's so important that we end the discrimination and prevent it from happening again. About 300,000 First Nations children and their families will be entitled to the compensation. The settlement comes more than 15 years after the Assembly of First Nations and the Child and Family Caring Society launched a human rights complaint. It's centered on allegations that Ottawa's underfunding of on-reserve child welfare services amounted to discrimination and that First Nations children were denied equal access to support, including medical equipment and school supplies. In addition to the $23 billion in compensation, another $20 billion will be spent to reform the child welfare system. For National Native News, I'm Dan Karpinchuk. And I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Support by Drummond Woodsum, a full-service law firm whose nationally recognized tribal nations practice provides services to tribal nations and their enterprises and to companies that do business with tribes across the country. More at DWMLaw.com. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.